back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to MSL. Is it still snowing out there? I don't know about outside, but it's snowing over here. Uh oh. <laughs> Need some accumulation. Welcome back to Memphis's number three sports show on this snowy Saturday afternoon. We've got a big hour still to come. We're about to talk to Kevin Leip from SB Nation and the new Grizzly Bears Blues. Com. But this portion of MSL is being brought to you by Smoothie King. Be good to yourself. Visit one of Memphis's four Smoothie King locations today. That's right. There are four of them now. There's a brand new one at Poplar and Exeter in Germantown. Just opened up. Uh, Smoothie King smoothies, man. Oh, they are delicious. My new favorite one right now. I always get a new favorite. There's a cherry picker. That's the one I've been getting. I might get one this afternoon after the show. But Smoothie King smoothies are a blend of real fruit, all natural juices, and a functional mix of vitamins and nutrients to fit every need. The uh, four Smoothie Kings in Memphis, there's the one in Carville on Houston Levy. There's one uh, in Germantown, like we said, the brand new one at Poplar in Exeter. There's the one uh, in Germantown Parkway in Cordova. And there's the one on Union Avenue in Midtown. That's four different places now in the city where you can stop in and get a delicious smoothie. It's Smoothie King. Check out SmoothieKing.com for the full array of menu items. Be good to yourself. Visit Smoothie King today. Joining us in studio now is Kevin Leip. He is the Grizzlies writer for SB Nation, GrizzlyBearsBlues.com. What's going on, Mr. Leip? Oh, nothing much. Um, I really liked what I saw out of the Grizzlies last night. Um, you know, obviously you'd like to get a, a season sweep against the Miami Heat when you have the opportunity to do that. But to blow them out on the home floor and then to go to Miami and play them tough in Miami, I think... Uh, I think they have to be satisfied with that, even if, even if last night was a winnable game that kind of got away from them. It 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 was uh, I guess. So what you you took away a moral victory out of that game? Well, I don't know. I, I'm not one to to really believe in moral victories. I mean, it's either a win or it's a loss. But um, given the given the way that they played defense last night, they they forced the Heat to play the way the Grizzlies wanted to play. Um, I thought. I thought they executed their game plan well. Obviously, if if Zach Randolph doesn't hurt his ankle in the first 42 seconds of the game, maybe he's able to be a little bit more of a presence. Maybe he's able to make a few more shots. Um, I thought they played tough. Um, The NBA schedule is so uh, unique, and like it was, it benefited. This whole win streak was a benefit of the schedule, and you were lucky to have the Grizzlies had so many games against teams that they that that were under 500. And just think if the schedule was flipped, just one game was flipped around, and they had Orlando on Friday and Miami on Sunday, they'd have the franchise record for most uh, consecutive wins. Yeah, but I think it's also, that's what a good team in the NBA is supposed to do. You're supposed to beat the bad team. So, you know, certainly they weren't playing they weren't playing the top teams in the league during their win streak, but I think I think what it means to be a good NBA team is you beat the teams that you're better than. Um they haven't always done that in the past. Um, not even even last year. You know, they were they were losing games to the Bobcats. They were losing games to the Hornets. We haven't really seen them do that uh, since the Rudy Gay trade, anyway. Again, I um, guess that's another similarity between the Tigers and the Grizzlies. We keep coming up with with similarities. Tigers, Grizzlies, both playing in the Magic Kingdom this weekend. Both of them were on impressive win streaks. Both of them uh, have just been beating every team that they're supposed to beat. But I do think they were uh, – but, again, the Tigers were probably supposed to beat Xavier. And if you're going to be the NBA World Champions, you're supposed to beat the Miami Heat. They did beat them here. They beat them by a lot here. Um, oh, that's because Wayne Ellington was playing. That's true. He is He is such a great uh, – He's, a, he's a great equalizer. Jeff Van Gundy said last night that he was, a, uh, he was a great outside threat. I guess he only watched the tape from the last Memphis Heat game. So I can see where he got that impression. What do you think about this game? The fact that uh, you know it was against the best team in the league on, on the hottest streak and the hottest player, and LeBron James was pretty much taken out of that game completely. I mean, he made some shots in the fourth quarter, but for the most part, he was a non-factor. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job of uh, playing defense, and they were just they were chasing him off of the three-point line. He was running into guys. Um, he they they did a good job of limiting where he could go with the ball and that kind of thing. And obviously. It, <laughs> 
you play LeBron James long enough, eventually he's going to heat up, and eventually he's going to score some points on you. Um, that what was that three point shot he made last night was from what twenty nine feet, yeah. something crazy like that. So um, I think they have to feel good about the way they play defense against him, um, especially through the first three quarters. I think at one point he was one for seven mm-hmm. um, before he kind of got hot. So. Is this is is this Grizzlies team? Uh, I mean, I mean, you're we're watching them every night. Is is this team built to get past the other the the, the big three in the West? Oklahoma City, San Antonio, the Clippers. Can this team get past those three? I know they wouldn't have to see all three of them in the playoffs, but but do you think that they're better than those other three teams that can make it to the finals? I think the Clippers, matchup-wise, are probably the biggest problem for them because the Grizzlies historically do so. They struggle against teams with athletic big men because the athletic bigs are able to kind of contain the Marc Gasol, Zach Randolph, you know, inside double threat that the Grizzlies have. Um, I think that they can. I think they can beat the Spurs. I think they can beat the Thunder. Um, obviously, the 2011 playoff series have caught some lucky breaks with the Spurs. Um, and then if we had Rudy Gay in that series, you, you got to think that the Grizzlies would have been able to beat the Thunder in the triple overtime game. Maybe, maybe not, but it's kind of one of those questions that's always going to be out there. I think this year the Grizzlies are built to force teams to play the way the Grizzlies want to play, and I think that in the playoffs when the tempo slows down, I think that works in their advantage. Who do you think the Grizzlies should play? Who do they want to be matched up against in the second round? Because we're assuming if they're going to get the fourth seed, they're going to be playing... Uh, somebody they can beat in the first round. You don't want to get matched up with the Nuggets? No. No, not really. And that's what it's looking like right now. So if you can get past the Nuggets in the first round, who do they want to be on what side of the bracket with who? I think they I think they would feel better about their chances against the Spurs or against Oklahoma City than they would about the Clippers just because the Clippers have been such a historical problem uh, going back to last year. Um, obviously, they blew them out by 20 points or whatever this year. Um Grizzlies lost in them opening night. I mean, they they haven't beaten the Clippers yet this year. Um, So I I think that's probably who they don't want to play. And I think as long as they're not playing the Clippers, I think they feel good about their shot. I I would agree with that. Just avoid the Clippers at all costs and hope somebody knocks them out for you. So you hope that maybe second round you're playing the Spurs, you get past them, and you play the Thunder in the Western Conference Finals or something like that. Uh, we've got uh, Kevin Light from SB Nation in studio with us. Follow the Grizzlies SB Nation blog on Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. Uh, you can check out their website, grizzlybearsblues.com. It used to be straight out of Vancouver. We had you on the show last time. Yep. We said we got to get that changed, and you and you took our advice. And How did yeah. the, the na- picking of the name process happen? Uh, actually, uh, we got a mailing list together of all the, the managers of all the different SB Nation blogs and uh, just kind of brainstormed on there. Uh, said, obviously, straight out of Vancouver is not um, not an optimal name for a Memphis Grizzlies blog, um, especially now that they've been here, what, 12 years? Right. Um, and so it had a big list of them. Some of the ones on the list were already taken. Um, some of them were really terrible. And uh, <laughs> give us an example. Give us a uh, terrible one. I want to hear a see, terrible name. Uh, Beal so hard. Beal so hard. <laughs> Beal so hard. He uh, barbecue was one that somebody said. Barbecue. So uh, yeah, I think Grizzly Bear Blues was probably the best one that we came up with. Barbecue. That's a good barbecue team name. That somebody yeah. could steal right now for sure. For barbecue. Fest. See that in see that in a, a am I the, church league or something. Am I am I the only person that's uh, I'm I'm over the uh, the Bill Street Blue jerseys. I just don't like them anymore. I just don't like them. I, I think plenty of people agree with you. I like them. I still like those. I like them at first. The alternate jerseys. Yeah, they they, they kind of start to look washed out a little bit. It's just like... Well, there's so many teams uh, in the league that have that navy blue, yellow, white. I mean, they're, what is it? The Nuggets have the same colors. Um, mm-hmm. Who else has navy blue? There's a ton of them. It's uh, Beale Street blue. Well, of course. Yes. Bill Get your colors yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Did you guys pass kindergarten? I still have my Beale That's Street Beale blue. That's Beale Street blue. I still have my Beale Street blue OJ Mayo jersey, but... Uh, I like those jerseys. They're not like the game that followed the Grizzlies last night. It's, it, the NBA is getting confusing on jerseys because the Heat were playing like well, those were their Christmas Day jerseys, right? right. Is that what they call yes, those? those yeah. were. And then the Thunder playing those. Brook, they, why do they wear Brooklyn Net jerseys all the time? Those you are terrible. Those? I hate those. Yeah, you know I, they look like they're they're. It'd be great if they were the Nets. 
the best jerseys that he would have won this year were the throwbacks from the uh, from the nineties. Yeah, those are awesome. That uh, that year where you know they had Alonzo Mourning and all those guys and Tim Hardaway and Dan Marley and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals and yeah didn't I'll, get past the Knicks. I, I just can't wait for the Grizzlies to uh, finally be able to wear Vancouver teal throwback jerseys. Right, and I think I, that'll ever happen. Why do they I, not I wear those? Is this why like, they have, are they contractually obligated to not wear those throwbacks? I don't understand. I would think it would be know. awesome for them to wear the old Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys. It would be, especially when you play Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto could wear the uh, the purple jerseys with the big cartoon dinosaur. Oh on them. yeah, I love those jerseys. The the Vince Carter jerseys. Right. Who was who Adler. was designing NBA jerseys in the mid nineties? Do you remember, look? I remember the Denver Nuggets jersey that had like a picture of the entire city skyline on them. I mean, come on. Well, they had their alternates this year actually have a form of that logo, but it's all in their like their baby blue mm-hmm. instead of being in the rainbow. Um, so that that's made a comeback, but we still haven't seen the we still haven't seen the Vancouver teal. Oh yeah, the Washington Wizards are now wearing the Washington Bullets design, but Bullets design, but uh, you know with the Wizards written on it. But the Grizzlies have got to have probably the worst throwback possible jerseys ever, because uh, you've get, like it's a group. It's an, uh, if you put the ensemble together of you've got the Tams uniforms that they wore, which are obviously the worst ABA uniforms, hey, and then you have the yes. Vancouver Grizzlies, which are one of the worst NBA, not the worst, but one of the worst NBA uniforms of all time. You combine those two are going to be your throwbacks. I mean, they're just maybe the maybe this roster was like uh, we can't we can't keep putting ugly uniforms out. The, the Vancouver uniforms. somebody had to be like we have to wait. We'll go to the Vancouver ones. We'll do it. But we just spent a whole season wearing the ugliest uniforms ever. I really on want TV. To, I really want them to do the uh, the Memphis Sounds from the ABA. Have you ever seen those jerseys? Oh yeah, they're like really good looking red. Got a really good logo on them. I I can't believe that they went with the Tams throwbacks over the sounds throwbacks they've done, the pro, they've done really pros good. and they've done tams yet to do sounds and yet to do the Van- vancouver unis we've got kevin light from sb nation in studio with us grizzlybearsblues.com for all your grizzlies info of course the other big grizzly story this week we've talked about a lot on the show lionel hollins coach of the month and i say big deal it's the shortest month of the year on the calendar it's the shortest month of the year uh, NBA-wise because of the All-Star break, and it was the easiest part of the schedule for the Grizzlies. So let's see if he can win Coach of the Month in March, and then I'll be impressed. What are your thoughts on that? I see what you're saying, but he's also had basically three different rosters during this month because you had the trade that sends Spates and Ellington and Selby away, and then he was playing with ten guys, right. and then got in some other guys, and then traded a bunch of those away and was playing with nine guys. I mean, he's basically had to rebuild the team um, and, and teach the system to those new guys, and he's had no time to do it. Um, they've basically been learning on the fly in these games against, yes, not great teams, but still NBA teams. And uh, I, I, I mean, I think, I think he's doing a, a great job. And I think there are a lot of, um, a lot of people, myself included, who thought maybe he was on the way out um, when he was kind of seemed to be clashing with with ownership and the media and that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if they just pulled him aside and said, "Hey, come on, man. You know, we're we're behind you or what? I don't know what happened there, um, but it, he seems to have gotten these guys on the same page, and he seems to have done it in a in a short amount of time." What and do you think he has to do to prove himself uh, for that he needs to get? Uh, his contract renewed because we had some point this season that Jeff Calkins, my former co-host in the, in the commercial appeal, wrote an article like you've got to re-sign Hollins like right after the the new ownership took over you got to re-sign Hollins and then the Grizzlies were struggling and the Hollins was uh, had his backlash against management and now he's got coach of the month and Marcus is like hey this is you got to re-sign him it's time to re-sign him and I'm saying you got to show me something in the playoffs and then we'll talk. Well, he's definitely. His where he struggles is with lineups. He is he coaches by feel, and he he will always say that. And he, he even took to the media to uh, slam the guy who was giving him lineup advice based on statistics. And lineups are his weakest thing. I mean, we saw that in Game Seven in the Clippers. He had the worst. Part, he had Hamed Hadadi on the floor in crunch time in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And Look, I love I I like Ahmed Hadadi and he's a great rebounder, but you don't want him on the floor in the fourth quarter of a game seven. It's just he coaching by feel, quote unquote, and like he says, he's got to be smarter about what groups of players he has on the floor. You saw it again last night. 
Austin Austin Day was guarding LeBron James in the fourth quarter. You can't do it. He, you can't, can't do it. He, well, not for that long. I mean, so. <laughs> but, but, but nobody could guard LeBron James. No. I mean, I mean, and, and that was their problem last night. Every time LeBron James got the ball, it was clear they were double and triple teaming him and letting him find you know open guys to take the shots. They were going to make sure LeBron James didn't beat them and they, and you know he did a good job they did a good job for the most part of doing that i think i think the the thing with Otto Hollins is i think the reason that he deserves a new contract is not necessarily because you want to wait to see what he does with this team in the playoffs it's because the things that he has done for this team to have them where they are now from the time that he took over all the changes that have gone on he's had changes in rosters I mean remember when he took this team over Zach Randolph wasn't here uh, Tony Allen wasn't here like those guys weren't on this roster and he took that team and look at what he's been able to do and and the team that he's been able to build and this team kind of mirrors his it has his personality it takes on that tough grit grind personality and I think yes you have Tony Allen and you have Zach Randolph who also embody that but if you lose the head coach and it's his personality and you bring in somebody else then this team may take on the completely different personality and you don't want to have that happen because then you really lose are you the saying it's impossible that somebody can coach this team better than Lionel Holland I'm saying I'm not saying that it's impossible okay, but that's I'm all saying I need to know. Okay, Kevin, who would you get? Because you because you're so let's get rid of Otto Holland. I didn't you're say not, get rid of him. I said getting, don't ruin his Phil Jackson isn't yet. walking through that door. You're not getting Phil Jackson. Stan Van Gundy's on the market. Stan Van Gundy is really, on the market. You would really want Stan Van Gundy. I think Stan he did you see what he did with Dwight Howard? They made it to the NBA finals. Did, did you see the circus that with turned into towards the end oh. because he had no control over his team? Trust me. Lotto, he had no control over Lotto Lotto Holland. More, Stan Van Gundy needs so much more credit today after seeing what has happened this season with the L.A. Lakers and what's going on with Dwight Howard because nobody even knew Dwight Howard was this big of a baby and this big of a troublemaker okay. until right. after if he Phil Jackson's that coach, was no longer under the control of Stan Van Gundy. If Phil Jackson's that coach, no one knows it now. If Phil Jackson's that okay. coach, Stan Van I'm Gundy seems like Stan the go because Gundy, Phil Jackson wouldn't put up with that stuff Stan that he's Van doing. Stan Van Gundy is, is on the market. Because he's, he's a soft, weak personality. Stan Van Gundy would be... A soft, weak personality. Lionel Hollins doesn't have that personality. Stan Van Gundy's not weak personality. He let Dwight Howard He was Howard going toe-to-toe in the media with, media with Dwight Howard. And, and, and who he was does, going back and exactly, forth with him. Exactly, in the media. That stuff should have been squashed in the locker room. It was have going never on. You never heard it about it. Day. You never Lionel Hollins would have never allowed that stuff to even become public. I don't know that I don't know that Van Gundy would necessarily be a better coach than Hollins. I don't think they should fire Hollins and sign Sam I mean, Van Gundy. I I think that should be something you consider depending on he's the post. He's never played in the NBA. Success. Has he ever played in the NBA? You don't have to there, play in the there NBA. Is something John Hollinger played in the NBA. There is something now, to be said. Vice he's not a coach. There's something he's to be said president. for players Jason playing ever for played? a guy who played in the game, won a championship, went through uh, it. He has stories that he can tell about how There's something to be said he, about somebody who's actually coached in the NBA Finals. And there's something to be said about guys who win their fantasy, their fantasy sports league and I'm saying don't there know how people, to bounce a basketball. I, it's, I, you know, you can't do everything based it's on... It's hogwash for anybody to, to act like there's not somebody else who could coach this team better than Lionel Holland. I'm not saying that there isn't, but I'm saying at this point, so why wouldn't you better want to improve? what's your better option why, right now? Why wouldn't you want to improve? And I'm saying, Who are you going to get? As, as Kevin Light pointed out, right here in studio, joining us from SB Nation, the Stan Van Gundy is out there and would coach this team if you offered him a contract. I want to go on the record as saying that I think they should probably extend Hollins' contract, too. Blah, 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 blah. But see, see, I don't care. See, Kevin just doesn't like Hollins. See, 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 a, see. The problem is, I like Lionel Hollins. Lionel Hollins is Lionel Hollins is an awesome person. He's a great guy. He is not an okay. He's okay. a great okay. Look. He but what? Don't, He's not don't a great lie guy. to the listeners. He is so rude. He's always been La- rude. Okay, bowling for backpacks. That's great. And his support for St. Jude. His support for St. Jude. He donates books to kids at schools. I mean, and, and, and he did something and this week. And you don't week. think another he coach does would so do that. Much. Everybody who's passed through this town has embraced St. Jude. You think Phil Jackson would be out there the doing that? You, you, you think the Phil Jackson would be out there because making Because Pal Gasol liked to go to St. Jude. We should have kept him on the Grizzlies. That's no. Okay. Uh, no, That's it. Pal no, Gasol but you, was, no, but you were just, no, you were just insulting his character. You were just saying Mike that Lionel Miller. Hollins isn't a great person. Nobody likes Lionel Hollins, and I'm saying that is not true. 
I'm he saying, is, I'm saying, to sit here and attack his character and say I'm people don't attacking. necessarily like him. He's a, he's a good person. If you sit down and have a conversation with him and get to know him, he's actually a really good. He dude. is not the most friendly person. Because well, he doesn't like... He's not he, the most welcoming person. Because he doesn't like media people who don't know what they're talking about. He doesn't, the he doesn't, doesn't like media. And you were talking about Stan Van Gundy yelling at, <laughs> at, uh, through the media at his players. At least he's not yelling at media members and some media members in private sessions that don't get reported when he's attacking media members after press conferences. Greg Popovich so, does the same thing, but people don't talk about it because he's Greg Popovich. Because people, he's a good coach. I people mean, like Popovich. You, you, can, earn, you can earn your, your respect. And Lionel Hollins, being the only coach to have ever won a playoff game in a playoff series with this team, does not has not earned the respect of the people in Memphis to I be think, their head. The o- to be the only good coach in in the worst franchise in the history of the NBA, the only guy to get a win. Somebody I, was eventually going to do that. Well, I think it's, it's not like lot, he's taking him to the Western Conference Finals. I think it's a lot more important to have the respect of the guys that actually play on the team than the media members. I mean, there, there's and a lot has to be said of the guys for his for the way that he uh, imparts man, his I'm demeanor gonna, to the I'm players. I'm not going to bring up O.J. Mayo and Gravis Vasquez or anything like that uh, because we're trying not to be uh, trolling on our former players. All right. All right, go ahead. Kevin I Kevin Leip was in studio, and we, we took <laughs> over this. Uh, we'll give you the last word on... on uh, on, on look, before I give you the last word on Lionel <laughs> Hollins, there's one question I would like to ask you. Do you think it's possible to be a fan of both the Memphis Grizzlies and the Miami Heat? I mean, they they can't both be your favorite team. They All right, have more than okay. one favorite team. Interesting, Marcus. What was what was your reaction at the end of the ball game last night, Mister Miami Heat? Memphis Grizzlies are my two favorite teams. Are you one of the guys with the uh, reversible LeBron Kobe jerseys that shows up at the forum when the Lakers and Heat? He's got a, he's got a reversible Lionel Hollins jersey. I, um, I, I I grew up a Miami Heat fan. Um, so yeah, my, so, so my Portland so, jersey. So my team is the my 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 team. My favorite team is the Miami Heat. Uh, the team that I cover, the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm a big Memphis Grizzlies supporter, Grizzlies fan. I like the players on the team. So last night after the game was over, yeah, my favorite team won the game. I had no problem with who won the game. It was a home game for the Miami Heat. I expected what? them to win the game anyway. They were at home. You had two good teams going up against uh. each other. The home team, you give them the advantage. Uh. I don't. Uh, it, it, it's not going to change whether or not the Memphis Grizzlies make the playoffs or either team makes the playoffs. It was a good game. Mm. It, it, it was the kind of game I wanted. It was a good game. No wonder. You Both want Lionel Hollins well. to be the coach of the Grizzlies so he will sabotage the team and not make it to the finals and beat your beloved Miami Heat. The truth comes out. Exactly. I, it's, it's a conspiracy All right, what can we, uh What can we check out on, on the website, uh, Mr. Light? Uh, we've got some good pieces up right now. We've got a good... Um, pretty good look at how the Grizzlies shut down the Mavericks the other night in the third quarter, or look at what they were doing defensively. That's a good piece. Um, we've actually just started up doing a contest called uh, Grind Prophecies, uh, where you we have some kind of all of our commenters can make predictions about what's going to happen in that day's game, and uh, we're looking to get some prizes for people who make the best predictions, that kind of stuff. Um, we try to have something something every day for Grizzlies fans to look at, and uh, it's we're one of the fastest growing sites on the network right now, and that's because Grizzlies fans are uh, are are really now that we're actually a really good team and we've been a good team for a few years. Grizzlies fans are starting to get really passionate and uh, take to the internet and look for good Grizzlies material, and, and we try to provide that. So um, yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Just check it out. All right, that's GrizzlyBearsBlues.com. It's the SB. Uh, Nation website for your Memphis Grizzlies. Kevin Light, thanks for joining us. We will have you back on soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. All right, we're going to take a timeout and be back. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Sports 56 Middays with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Still snowing out there? Still snowing just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yo Gotti, Memphis is number three. Singer bringing us back from commercial. This is Memphis' number three sports show. Thanks for making us part of your weekend. With the Tigers right now. Playing in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. A stone's throw from uh, the Magic Kingdom. Space Mountain. 
19-13, Tigers down to the University of Central Florida right now. 19-13. We'll keep you abreast of that score as we continue through this broadcast. We're here with you till 1 o'clock. Marcus Hunter, though, you have something to tell the listeners, don't you? Yeah, you know, I, I want to let everybody know that uh, you know, if you're looking to make some healthy changes this year in 2013, then you should uh, go down to Church Health Center Wellness. You know, myself, Kevin, we've been there, uh, members over there for over six months, and this place has it all. They have weights, they have cardio, they have basketball, they have strength training, they have cooking class, they have so much stuff going on. As a matter of fact, I went up there two times this week and played a little basketball, played a little uh, half court. Uh, it's, it's just a great atmosphere. You know, people were in there working out, enjoying themselves. There's just so much to do over there at the Church Health Center Wellness, and there are no contracts and memberships are as low as $15 a month. It is located in the heart of Midtown. 1115 Union Avenue, the Church Health Center Wellness. It is your key to a healthier you. You can also check out their website at www.churchhealthcenter.org or you can stop by for a tour today. The Church Health Center Wellness, they have it all, and you should go over there and Continue your 2013 and make changes to be a healthier you. And uh, Kevin, you know I talk about my basketball stories that go on over there at the Church Health Center. So I went over there Thursday. I uh, was working on my shot. Uh, some young cats came up. They started playing ball. And you know I'm a, I'm an old school guy. And I'm used to playing 21. You know when I play ball, we go to 21, and you know you shoot free throws after you make a bucket. These cats were saying we're going to play 36. I was like, okay. So they go to 36. You make a bucket, you check it up. There is no free throw shooting. So this this was cool. You know, I, I'm you know I'm 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 winning. I'm leading twenty two to fourteen over the next closest guy, and then I realized that when you're playing to thirty six and you're not shooting free throws, at some point you're going to get tired. And this is why I had to be at the Church Health Center on a more regular basis because my cardio it let me down. <laughs> and I ended up losing the game because I just had no more legs. I couldn't jump, couldn't make a shot for the first half of the game. I was killing it. Wait, did you ever figure out why they play 36 and not 21? I guess because they're young and they have so much energy, and I guess 21 isn't enough for them. When I was younger, I played 21, 36, 34, 32. It just depends on it depends on where you are in the country and who you're playing with. Mm, like maybe how much time you got. Yeah, I mean, I used to play 32, but it was but you, but you still shot free throws. This was different because you make a bucket and you check it up. And so you're just, you're just going the whole time. It's a great workout, great exercise, and it's a great way to build up your, your skills and your one-on-one balling skills. But, man, when I made it to 22, it took me a while, and I ended up the game with 26, and I lost. So, Church Health Center Wellness. The, I, the headline last week on the ilovememphisblog.com said, Church Health Center Wellness is a gym for the rest of us. It is. There's a lot of great people over there. Okay, uh, I wanted to take a, a, a moment here, talk about, because we we're on this show since Robert Perra bought the Memphis Grizzlies. We've been kind of compiling a list of things we would like to see improved at Federal Express form, right? Uh-huh. Um, and the list has grown. We started with HDTVs, because you go over there to the Grindhouse, and if, say, the Tigers are playing at the same time as the Grizzlies or 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 there's some other big football game or something going on, and you want to try to catch some of the action in the concourse. Well, there's no HDTVs throughout the entire place. The best place to go, you have to go to the FedEx Time Center, and then it's all crowded over there to watch one of those big screen TVs. So we're saying it's time, because unfortunately, Federal Express Forum, one of the best arenas in the country, was built at a time when HDTVs were still, you know, $1,500 a piece to get a plasma uh, in or uh, there was no LCD probably I guess at the time that they built it so it was too expensive to put them all throughout the concourse but now you can get them pretty cheap so upgrade these TVs get some HD go- action going on uh, make one of the best arenas in the country even better so we got the TVs on the list also on the list obviously Wi-Fi need Wi-Fi and Robert Perry has said he's working on that so he's working on getting Wi-Fi for everybody so you can tweet and Instagram during the game because those are some things that we that we love doing here uh, so those two things are on our list one is being taken care of another thing on the list that I just came up with because I visited the Mississippi River Kings about a month ago walking around Lander Center and there was hand sanitizer everywhere and I was thinking wait a minute 
I can't do this at, at the forum. I'm always having like go to the bathroom and wash my hands because I'm a germaphobe, especially this time of year with like the flu season and stuff going around. So like even if you're at a Malco movie theater, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. I was at the cupboard the other day. There was hand sanitizer on my way out. Like everywhere you go, there is hand sanitizer, but Federal Express forms. So put some hand sanitizers on the wall. So here's our list. Wi-Fi getting taken care of. HDTVs. We need that to happen. We need some HD at the forum. Hand sanitizers. Come on, let's just install some throughout the concourse of the buildings. These are just minor things to help enhance our experience at Federal Express Forum. So here's the other big one, though, Marcus. This one just came along. This one wasn't a problem before. But the NBA made this one a problem, which is the security lines before the games. So it was, just, it was just last week that the NBA announced that for the rest of the season, they're going to do wanding on everybody who goes to an NBA game. They've done it sporadically throughout this year and last year where you had to get a security wand before you came into the to a game. And so those games, there was always long lines, and, and, and you were kind of like, all right, so they're doing something special tonight. But now the NBA has made this a rule, so it's no longer special to have the security of the wanding to go in the building. Used to be you just have to lift your shirt up, right? And I always had fun with lifting the shirt up. I would just, I would lift my shirt up all the way, you know, skin showing. They'd see my chest and like I'm a Mardi Gras or something. Yeah, I'd always have fun (laughs) with that. And they'd be like, oh, that's funny. That's enough. I had fun with that. And that moves fast. But now this wanding process, apparently it means it's like it takes ages for you to get in. Like you may have a birthday out there waiting in line. Yeah. Speaking of birthday, my daughter had a birthday Thursday. Happy oh, birthday, Kyla. Oh, but, uh, that's sweet. But yeah. the, uh, <laughs> Just it I, I like birthday shout-outs in, yeah. in the middle of, of, of my rants. Yeah. But, so here's the question, and it's not really a question. I'm adding this mm-hmm. one to the list, which is speeding up security. And I know it's a problem throughout the NBA now. You can look at it. We have a story at memphisboard.com. This is not a problem that's just in Memphis, the San Antonio, other arenas throughout the country are having fans wait outside in long lines to get into the building. But these fans are already paying high ticket prices to go watch the Grizzlies play. And, and now the only solution that anybody's coming out with this is just to make people aware and tell them to come early. So if these people are willing to pay money to go to these games, and you're going to tell them, just come early and deal with the problem that we're having to deal with and trying to figure out a solution to make these security lines go faster, we're just going to say, hey, we'll tweet out a couple times during the week, hey, come early to the game. Like, that, like first off, not everybody has Twitter, and they can't see these tweets, and they don't know that they need to come early. But then if the fans... And then second off, the fans have got, you've got work, you've got school, you've got to pick kids up from daycare, you've got other obligations, you may not be able to get to the game early. You know, and even if you do get to the game early, it's like get to the game early so you can wait in line. Even if you get there early, you're still waiting in line. So what's the point of getting there early? There just needs to be a better solution than, than, than just saying it's on the fans to get there early to make sure there's no long lines. You know, those I'm on bo- the fans' side on this. It's not the fans' fault uh-huh. they got the security measures. They shouldn't be the ones responsible for fixing this problem. And them getting there early is not fixing the problem to begin with. Yeah, you know those um, those body scanners they had at the airport? They can right. no longer have them because they're illegal. Just take them over to FedEx Forum. You know, you get, get some use out of them. Just have everybody walk through those. It'll speed up a little bit. Just like have one little line off to the side, body scanner line. Just open up a little extra one. That's just some sort of solution. But again, if that's illegal for the airport, I don't think that would work. But there are that's reports. The, that's the, that's Mem- the airport there. Memphis International is working hard to speed up their lines, which are not even that that long in comparison to other airports throughout the country. But they're they're making it you know a priority. Well, you know they're trying to get the to Olympics. speed up to speed. <laughs> True, they're trying to get the Olympics, so they're going to speed up the airport line. Um. <laughs> But again, that would be a change that R.C. Johnson probably wouldn't think would would be necessary. He no. thinks the airport is perfect. Awesome, awesome. There's nothing to be fixed at the airport. So what is it? Can, I mean, do you not think? And I know it's a if, if you are a FedEx form, you know, if you're somebody who works at Federal Express form or with the Grizzlies, you can be like, hey, we tweet out, we tell everybody to get there early, yada yada yada. That's the best we can do. But is it the best they can do? Is there not some type of a way to say, okay, the NBA is requiring us to do this. hire more staff? You could could you not have your your best young, fast, and trained security people at the front? Because I've seen this, and it's always and not always, but I've been through doors, and it's always the old guy. He may be nice, 
but he probably should be an usher and not the guy who's having to wand everybody who comes into the building. And that's going to delay the price. So you need your youngest uh, security people there. Can you not train them and put some more security out there to speed it up? There's got to be something. Or let people in the building and have – I mean, there's got to there's gotta be a better way to speed up this security. And I'm not a security expert, so I can't tell you I can give you every idea, but I've seen it. I've seen the, the older staff members, and it's great, and I think they need to have a job at Federal Express Forum, but maybe they should be the ushers and not the security guys and maybe operating the, you know, the elevators and concessions and doing other jobs uh, besides that when you've got fans – who have paid hundreds of dollars for tickets standing outside in the freezing cold waiting in to go see their favorite team and then they miss tip off. You know, man, you know, this is this, this is what I have to say about this whole situation about the whole wonding thing. It's an NBA mandate thing. Um, you know, people deal with it. I mean, you know, you you're, you you're right. You have people who spend all this money on these tickets. So you just say, because, deal with it, wait outside. Thanks for buying a ticket. It's your problem now. We're gonna make you wait outside as part of the experience now. I mean, I mean, I mean like what else? I mean, I mean, what else can you do? Like because it's students le- lining up in the cold to get use their free ticket to watch their college basketball <coughs> Sorry about team. That. Well, yeah, it's not but that it, these are people who have paid hundreds of dollars for tickets, and there is a solution. Okay, well, let something bad happen, and then you're gonna be and let, let uh, something bad happen. You can then, still have the security. What is the reason for all this? I mean, has something bad happened that I don't no, know about? They, no, they just want to be more secure. I mean, there's been a lot of bad stuff going on around the country that's happened, and so I'm, I'm assuming that they want to, you know, do their due diligence to protect people. But at the end of the day, uh, do you feel? I never really felt that it was all that safe to just walk in there and just have to lift up your shirt. I mean, anybody who was trying to do, do something which is not hiding in their waist belt. I mean, there's that's no all way know. around it. You. You have to do it. Federal Express Forum has to do this to comply yeah. with the NBA rules, and it's probably a good rule, even though just even the other day the Pacers was it the, the the Pacers and the Warriors were brawling in the crowd, and security didn't have any. You know, whether you got wandered or not, you couldn't even control that. I mean, you know, get there early or. You but know. get there early. I got a solution. That doesn't sound like a solution to me. First five thousand that gets there early gets a free beer. They'll get early. <laughs> If LeBron, if if we had somebody on the Grizzlies team doing dunk contests before the game like the Miami Heat do with LeBron James, they get there early. So how about oh, yeah, that? Some people so how about that? Make there make better pregame entertainment. And even though you get there early, you still have to wait in line when you get there early because of the security. Make better pregame entertainment. People will get there early. Even you still have to wait in line when you get there early. Okay. Look, dude. Look, are we, com- are we complaining too much? I mean, yeah, you have to wait outside in the cold. Look, these look. lines are pretty long, and people are missing tip-offs. I mean, you're you saying, hey, you buy you buy the hundred dollar ticket. Listen, go to South. Listen, go to South Beach and uh, go to a nice little club and see how many people are waiting, standing outside, waiting to get in the club in South on South Beach, and and we'll Yay. never get in. And we'll just, and we'll just so, be standing out there all night. No, there are things where you have to, to do chose. where you have to wait in line. Maybe they can start selling fast passes like you get at Disney World since it is this for a big Disney weekend. Well, what uh, do the fast passes suggest? These passes suggest we, we trust you not to bring a weapon to the farm. <laughs> I don't know, but they could sell a fast pass. I think it's a good idea. Have a separate line, maybe with more security people, so you don't have to wait in line. You go right through the fast pass line. VIP access, especially for season ticket holders. Why can't season ticket holders have a VIP faster way to get into the building uh, instead of people who are not season ticket holders? You're right. I would, agree. I would agree with get the a fact that pass? season ticket holders, there should be a designated, you know, you're a season ticket holder, come this way. That means you get to, not necessarily that you don't have to get wanted, but, but you get to walk straight in, and once you get in, be one, they buy security on the inside as opposed to having to stay on the outside. That would give you a little bit extra incentive. So I'm going to go ahead and add to our list. We've got HDTVs. We have hand sanitizers. We uh-huh. have Wi-Fi, which is finally getting worked on. But we're going to add to the list of things we want to improve the security at FedEx Forum. We want to add to the Federal Express Forum. We're going to add fast passes for security. So you'd be fine with that. I think that's. I think that. Yeah, I think that could work because it may be difficult and expensive to make everything faster, but the easiest solution immediately is to implement a fast pass for your season ticket holders, and it also would be an incentive to get season tickets. Is hey, you're waiting through security, you can go much faster through the season ticket line instead of going through the general public line. Or what you could also do, you could also sell fast passes separately. You could sell them, yeah. And then you can say, but if you buy season tickets, they're free. 
Right. And you sell them separately, get a fast pass, and that can pay for the extra security that you can hire to make it happen. I hope Grizzlies management is not listening today because y'all might not be here next week. Listen, we give Grizzlies management great ideas all the time, and they just they just take them. <laughs> it's not like it's never happened. <laughs> just say it. We do need a, we need a separate list of those those items that they've taken from us. But a big thing, like, but one uh, was well, hopefully we want them to take all of these things. That's yeah. what we're saying we're we're giving this out. Yes, we're this giving it out. Trying to help the fan experience and uh, the security thing, which is not a problem for us because we go through the media entrance and we go pretty fast. But we know it's a problem for the fans, and hopefully we can give them the fix. That we'll shout out this fast pass idea, and we'll try to try to make that happen. Uh, milkshake all year round. Definitely the milkshake machine. Should stay That's all the year most round. important one we got to fix. Yes, well, I do. I do love the new milkshake machine. Mm. But is, it, is it still is it still there? I don't know. I, nope. It, they took, it was just a welcome back for us. But they did give the media free milkshakes. I think it was too dangerous to have the free milkshakes. Speaking you can't of milkshakes, I ate. I had like two and a half of them. And if I couldn't have a two and two and a half milkshakes for every ball game, why not? But anyway, speaking of milkshakes, milkshakes greater. Oh, I would be at the church health center every single minute of the day trying to work that off. Man, it's worth it. It's milkshakes. It's delicious. Anyway, I would uh, milkshakes much better than Harlem Shake. I'm tired of the Harlem Shakes, but we'll get into things that I am tired of during Woohoo's of Booze, and we'll do that next. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Fish and stats weekday afternoons at three, right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Here I go again, back to the night. Welcome back to MSL. Memphis State currently going against Central Florida at the Magic Kingdom. A few seconds left in that ball game, folks, about to... Flip half. over to us first for half. some first half. I'm sorry, yeah, for in the first half, people about to flip over for us for halftime entertainment. Marcus, what is the score right now? So well, we're close to the end of the first half. Yeah, we have the trailing for most of the uh, first half. The Memphis Tigers now have the lead of the game, 34 to 27 over UCF. They are on a bit of a run right now. In the final minutes of the game, Memphis is up 34 27 on UCF and uh, you know the Tigers can continue to play like they've played if closed out this half then this should be another one of those easy games for them I'm pretty sure they're happy to be playing Conference USA teams again just easier it's the easier way of life I'm pretty sure they're a Big East basketball this is a Big East basketball game right I mean or whatever the new name of the conference is going to be it's Conference USA too <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be USA Conference. That's gonna be the name of it. I don't know if, if, if really we've got some good ideas and good suggestions for the new conference. MemphisSport.com. Have you seen CJ's recommendations? CJ posted his recommendations. Ooh, USA Conference. You stole it away, Conference. CJ, your your, your recommendations. Uh, shout them out right now. You can see them all. Don't leave all but one of your suggestions. Give give four of them that you want to give here. Give four four of the possible I mean, new geez, names. How many do people. you have? He's got some good ideas. Please take me now, Atlantic Coastal Conference. I okay. I like that one. So it would be abbreviated the PTMNACCC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mouthful. Uh, the conference formerly known as the Big East, but we got to throw a symbol in there somewhere. Oh, that's a great one. So th- there'll be the only conference with a symbol. When somebody, so it could have a contest, right, for somebody to draw whatever the symbol would be for the, f- the conference formula known as the Big East. It'll be a it, it'll be a picture of one of the sad clown. <laughs> that, you'd have to be a positive one. You're gonna be you're going for something positive here. The tears but right of now, a, that's what it's known as. I mean, it's going to be known right now temporarily. It's the conference formerly known as the Big East. Might as well get a symbol for that. I like that one. What else did you get on your list? Throwback uh, Conference USA 2.0 and the Metro Conference. All right. Conference USA 2.0, which Marcus has been saying. Metro Conference, the old name. Of course, Memphis, Cincinnati, Tulane, all in the new Big East or the former Big East. We're also in the Metro Conference. Some good names. Check out MemphisSport.com. CCJ's list. Or Big East. Well, the, well the Big East is still going to go on and it's going to thrive and it's going to have a name and they're going to play in Madison Square Garden and. Hey, look at the bright side. The uh, conference tournament may be in Memphis. But boy, is 
Boy, and boy, has Biggie's football gone pretty bad now? All of a sudden. Well, Biggie's football was bad. Biggie's anyway. football is gonna not win a single game this year. They went from how many bowl games Biggie's gonna football gonna be in? Because they ain't gonna have any football teams. They only play basketball. But hey, okay, here's my question. Catholic seven. Here's my question. All the Catholic schools that are leaving the Big East to form their own basketball conference called the Big East. Will they still be BCS eligible? What? There's more sports at their schools than just basketball. What are those? What conference are those sports going to be in? The Big East. All of those schools are going to do. Yeah, the, the basketball schools are going to have. This is going to be a Big East conference, and they're all going to play each other. They're adding Xavier. They're adding uh, Butler. I'm just saying. This is. Just, and they're going to add some more teams. Yeah, you got. Yeah, now you have to start adding teams that don't play but football. But if you got ten. Yeah, they're just going to add more teams that don't play – more schools that don't play football. So it's going to be every sport but football league. Listen, at the end the of, Big East. At the end of the day. They're adding Xavier? At the end of the day, football they're, is king. The, football plan, is, the plan is to add Xavier and Butler, the first two that ESPN has reported that they, were, that they will add. So Memphis lost to a Big East team this week. So it's, it's kind of exciting. And it's with a Z, by the way. It's with a Z, Xavier. That's our coach. Yeah, it's Z with a Z. Which, so they're what? not – Xavier with a Z. That's past. And it's with a Z, by the way. It's with a Z. Xavier. Um. Okay, I missed. Him, but but so they're not the <coughs> sarcasm, please. The, the 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 X Men, right? They yeah. call themselves the X Men sometimes, don't they? Shouldn't they just be called the Z Men if it's pronounced with a Z? I no, you don't want to call yourself the Z Men. <laughs> All right, we're low on time, so let's do some <laughs> woohoo's and boos. You don't want to do that. All right, it's going to be an all-boo edition of Woohoo's and Boos. Boo. And I'm going to start things off and give a boo to Magic Johnson. All right, this guy's, this guy's a moron, if there ever was a moron, uh, watching the broadcast last night. If you missed the Grizzlies game on ESPN, Johnny Radio right now will give us a, a, a reenactment of sorts of what was said during halftime by Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson said... For all you people that are very good at math and y'all see the Grizzlies as a better team without Rudy Gay, former basketball player and athlete that I am, I see Rudy Gay as an athlete, a game winner, and I just remember him, oh, winning two shots for Toronto, and I also remember him just sticking it to LeBron James right in the face for a game winner, and the Grizzlies will miss that in the playoffs this year. All right, that that is Johnny Radio's best Magic Johnson impression. When we can't I wasn't find, trying to sound like Magic. <laughs> when we can't find the audio, we go to Johnny Radio uh, to give his best memory of what was said. But that was pretty much what was said by Magic Johnson. And it's been this week of a bunch of media morons, and that's why I'm going to give a boo as well to Jeff Goodman, who you want to talk about trolling. We talk about trolling, but this guy just loves being a villain to Memphis fans. Headline of his story on CBSSports.com the other, other day. This is a guy who Jeff Goodman, who nobody outside of Memphis knows who he is, because we only know who he is because he hates Memphis, right? I don't think anybody else knows who he is. Memphis beat up, his headline was, Memphis beat up in Conference USA, but but comes up short in big boy basketball. Big boy basketball, really? Mm. That was Jeff Goodman's headline in, in uh, after that game. Um, but uh, this is a guy who, who will continue to 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 hate on Memphis and he does it just to build up his uh he's building up his name. It's a good job. I like it. I mean, he's being a villain. But now Memphis fans this week in one week you go from having these two morons, Marcus, and I ask you which one of these is the biggest moron? Was it Magic Johnson or is it Jeff Goodman? Uh Magic Johnson because Magic Johnson played with Hall of Fame basketball players on his team. Um so he yeah, he was a good basketball player, a great basketball player, one of the best players of all time. But, I mean, for him to sit there and say that the Grizzlies aren't going to be as good without Rudy Gay, I mean, how would he know? He 
played he he only played with MVP caliber players his entire career. We were able to protect him right. and help him win championships. And he doesn't know what it's like to have a guy on your team who just takes all the shots and who keeps you from being a success. He and played for a team that played as a team. And it was confusing. He went after even went after Mike Conley when they said when Bill Simmons brought up that Mike Conley could create his own shot and maybe be that go-to guy for that situation. And Magic Johnson was like, "But he's a point guard. He's a point guard." I was like, what are you? Who are you? He was he was a point forward apparently. I guess he was a LeBron James type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um. A week Chris of, Paul is a point guard. You don't hear anybody saying anything about him being able to create right, being being the guy for the Clippers. But, Russell Westbrook, right? But but again, Mike sucks. Conley is a step below those guys, but he is that step right below. Um, but it's been a big week of media morons. I have to say Magic Johnson too, because dude, just watch a freaking game, all right? Just watch the, the whoever's whatever team is about to play the, on that night. Go read up some articles about them and watch. A, you don't even have to watch a game. You really just need to read up, like read the local papers from the two teams. Try to figure out. It's know for sure what's going on with those squads. Now that you got a baseball team, go to spring training. Get out of the NBA studio. Here's my thing. Marcus Saul and Zach Randolph have made All-Star games. They're still on the team. Rudy Gay has not made an All-Star game. He's not on the team. Magic Johnson, so figure it out. <laughs> right, exactly. And finally, I'm going to give a boo to uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Of course, last week on this program was our Academy Award handicapping uh, special. Jennifer Lawrence. And Jennifer Lawrence, falling down on stage, submitted a victory for one and only Marcus Hunter in yeah, the man. annual Oscar Pick'em <laughs> pool. Uh, do, I get, do I get to give a speech for this? <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Uh, I want to thank. Uh, I want first of all. I want to uh, thank my mother. Uh, thank my father. Uh, I want to give all glory to God, who is the head of my life. You know, I'm, I'm just so honored and happy that I was able to uh, win this uh, award. And I, I also want to thank the uh, the MSL Oscar handicapping show. Without it, I would have never been able to uh, get any of them right, let alone uh, the Lawrence number that I got right. And as as Jennifer Lawrence uh, <laughs> falling. Jennifer, I appreciate it. Uh, my daughter appreciates it because that money just went to her for her extra birthday gift. So, here's congratulations. How, here's how it broke down. 15 people participated. 20 of 24 correct is what Marcus Hunter got. Also, what I got. Me and Marcus tied. 20 out of 24 for myself, 20 out of 24 for Marcus. So it goes to the tiebreaker, which is most standing ovations. Marcus had six, I had five. And it, Jennifer Lawrence, tripping on her way up, got everybody to stand up, submitted standing ovation number six for Marcus Hunter. Booyah! All right, that's our show. Oh, no! That's, a, that's our show. I'll be at, um, what, Trivia at Ferraro's on Tuesday. I'll be at Trivia at Minglewood Hall on Wednesday. And I'll be at Trivia on Thursday at the Green Beetle. And we'll be back here, right here, next week. For Johnny Radio and CJ Hurt and Marcus Hunter, I'm Kevin Cerrito. Thank you for listening. Catch the podcast on iTunes and Memphisport.com.